in a way, I hope that we don't get back to the normal that was in the past. You know, I hope it really uh, transforms us. Um, and honestly, I think that it's just pushing um, people to work in a different way to be a little bit more creative with the solutions that they come up with. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Lady Business Podcast Season 3. My name is Dina Nina Martinez, and I'm the founder of Lady Laughs Comedy. And my name is Heather Wentler, and I am the founder of Doyen. And if you're new to the Lady Business Podcast, we talk to women entrepreneurs and women who are badass in business. Season three of the Lady Business Podcast is recorded in quarantine via Zoom. So some of the quality may be a little bit different than what you expect of our podcast. But hey, desperate times call for Zoom. You can always find us on the internet at ladybusinesspod.com. On Facebook and Instagram at Lady Business Pod. And always when you're sharing, liking, and subscribing, make sure that you use the hashtag Lady Business Pod. Do you think we're a little repetitious? <laughs> so how many touch points? Seven touch points. We're good. We're good. Okay, good. <laughs> also, please comment, review, and also share the Lady Business Podcast. Subscribe to the Lady Business Podcast wherever you get your podcast from, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, and TuneIn. On this episode of the Lady Business Podcast, we are talking to Brittany Tainter of Gijig Design Company out of Eau Claire. I adore her. I met her when I was in tour several years ago. She is an indigenous American who does beadwork, but she also does graphic design. And she was one of the recipients of a red letter grant that is based out of the Eau Claire Chippewa Valley area. And I just, I love what she does. And I love her perspective on the community she serves and beyond that. I love the story and how she is uh, educating people around um, her indigenous culture and heritage as much as here's a beautiful piece of art to wear on your body or here's a beautiful graphic to go along with your company or your product as well. She does so much more and you'll see in this episode she talks a lot about how it all comes back to that special connection that she has within her tribal community and how it radiates through every single part of her life and how she puts it out there to try and help other people understand what this culture is. And also, Brittany, if you're listening, I love my earrings. <laughs> I got some beaded earrings from her and I'm absolutely, they're just so wonderful. So let's get into the podcast with Brittany Tainter. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Lady Business Podcast. Today, we have Brittany Tainter from Gijig Designs, and she was a recipient of the Red Liner Grant in Eau Claire. Yeah. Yep, that Welcome. Was me. <laughs> Hi, thank you for having me. Of course. So tell us about your company. Yeah, so um, I am a creative services company, um, essentially doing, um, you know, a wide wide variety of things uh graphic design is my specialty but i also do like 
photography, illustration, you know, brand direction, things like that. Um, and then also recently, kind of, um, I added beadwork as well. So I also do um, beadwork, primarily earrings for now. And yeah, bunch of bunch of creative things. How has it been since the pandemic has begun? Uh, um, it's been uh, pretty slow. Um, you know, I, I'm kind of battling a few different things. Um, you know, a lot of what I was doing recently was really based around beadwork aspect. So I was going to various artist markets and, um, you know, conferences and things like that, um, which is where I, you know, made a majority of my sales. Um, since they have been canceled, uh, you know, that's not coming in anymore. So um, seeing a pretty big hit from that. And um, I still uh, fortunately can sell online. It's just not the same. And honestly, I feel kind of guilty being like, hey, buy some jewelry during a pandemic, you know? <laughs> So why would you feel bad about yeah, that? I mean, I I'm don't like, know. everybody wants to feel pretty right now. Yeah. Like, true, I have true. three sets of earrings sitting next to my computer for my <laughs> Zoom meeting. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. That's, so a, that's I'm like, a very good point. I want to feel extra right now. Yeah. Pop them in. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very I think it's also something to make it feel normal. Like yeah. life is a little normal and people are trying to figure out that so much too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And then, um, of course, you know, on the design side of it, um, I work primarily with small businesses. So, you know, a lot of people are kind of um, just putting a lot of projects on hold and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I haven't really received many quote requests and, um, you know, some of my current clients, uh, their projects were put on hold for now. And I, totally understand that you know I'd be in the same boat and I get it so it's it's a little slower but um it's good uh and seeing a lot of community support and you know if I put it out there that I'm I need help with something I feel like people are pretty receptive so that's a really nice thing yeah yeah that is a nice thing um seeing the communities come together and really support local and support each other has been one of the best things I keep seeing out of this. Definitely. Um, since you're in such an, a, a different market than Madison. Yeah. Um, tell us and tell us about ways that you guys are showing up for each other. Yeah, uh, actually, yes. Yesterday was a pretty big day for me because um, there is a local screen printing company called Ambient Inks, um, and they actually are doing multiple um, endeavors to, you know, help local uh, local folks out. But uh, they started something called the uh, Chippewa Valley Artists Relief Fund. Um, so essentially, what it is is just. Um, crowdsourcing, you know, funds to help local, uh, local businesses, local artists, um, you know, comedians, theater, theater folk, and everybody in between. Um, and yesterday I found out that I received that. So, uh, that's Ooh. nice. Yeah. <laughs> I can help with rent this, this month. <laughs> so that's very nice. Um, you know, and, uh, 
they have already helped quite a few folks and you know they're pushing forward too um you know they've been getting a lot of help from like um bonavere and other artists that they work with um so they're kind of actually like one of the biggest i guess companies i would say in eau claire um for notoriety so that's that's really amazing and um you know i also have um uh, a friend who owns a shop a physical shop in eau claire and they've been seeing a lot of support from folks um and i think i think a lot of it just comes from them being genuine on social media and saying like hey this is a rough time if you could help us out cool that'd be great if not just maybe share something like something on facebook and um i think that they've seen a really big um amount of support as well so that's that's really good you know for me i don't have a lot of overhead so I can, you know, afford to take a, a small hit without it really, really affecting me. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, some people aren't as lucky. So. Yeah. Yeah. So take us back to uh, the day that you had the idea of your design company. Like, how did, how did this all evolve and where did it come from? And, and yeah, tell us about your journey. Yeah. Um, so, I was stuck in a few jobs that I was really not, uh, not happy about, you know, it was just something that I could find at the time. Um, so pretty much in-house, uh, graphic designer and, um, actually the company at the time that I was with was, um, going into bankruptcy and there was a whole, whole thing around it, um, in our community. But, um, you know, I just felt like I was putting so much energy into things that didn't really matter. Um, and things that I didn't really care too much about. Um, so I really wanted to switch it up and, um, you know, make the decision for myself. Like if those companies, if, if I can't find a company that I want to be a part of locally, then I'm going to make something for myself because I don't want to waste my life, you know? Um, so I uh, heard about a grant opportunity, the Red Letter Grant in Eau Claire. Uh, it was for femme entrepreneurs. And um, I don't know, I guess it was just the right timing. I, you know, was sick of it and wanted wanted something for myself. So I took a look at my skill set and uh, the things that I could offer people. So I kind of just developed this business plan around that. Um, but also, you know, because I am Indigenous, uh, I wanted to really put a focus on, um, you know, working with POC companies and um, empowering POC just in general. So that's kind of really where it started. And, you know, I won the grant. And honestly, that was really like a huge push for me um, saying, you know, this is real. You're doing this now. You're in it. Do it. <laughs> that's so, so yeah, now I'm doing it. That's awesome. We, yeah, I met you two years ago. Yeah, I think so. Two or three years ago when we were on tour. And um, luckily the venue that we went to, because it was a women's tour, um, teamed up with us and we helped raise a little bit of money and got to meet you through that. And I was so interested and, mm, what's the word, um, inspired by 
your journey and your mission to to um, working with POC and and indigenous communities. Um, so I just I think you're amazing, and <laughs> you. your company actually means sky. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Gijig means sky in Ojibwe. Um, I mean, it can mean sky, heaven, a few different things, but yeah, sky. And where did that come from? Because, I mean, where did you, why did you choose that? Yeah, uh, so I was um, really wanting to put my cultural focus into my business. Uh, So I was trying to find ways that I could do that. um, And everything I do has to have meaning. I don't, I don't know. It's just what I do. Um, so I actually pulled it from my uh, spirit name, which is uh, Miss Gorgijigukwe, which means red sky woman. Uh, so I shortened it. And um, I knew going in that there were going to be people who were afraid to pronounce it or didn't know how to pronounce it. But um, it was more important for me to show up with that piece of my culture and then teach people. Um, so it just kind of opens, opens doors. So when people pronounce it weird, I'm just like, that's fine. Let's, let's fix it and move on. We're fine. So. You're, you're white. We get it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for telling that story because I have been sitting here looking at your screen name on the zoom call and yeah. having a white woman moment of like, how would you even say that word? And yeah, well, yep. what? you know, uh, I will be completely honest. It was a, did she just type random letters? I know. I know. Um, <laughs> um, actually, I had a Karen moment. I will admit I had a Karen moment. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I met my boyfriend on OkCupid and I had my name is that on, um, on the app. And the first message he sent me was like, jumble of letters and then it ended in turmoil and he's like you know writing this whole long introduction he's like I really hope that wasn't anything important I'm so sorry if it was and I was like yeah that was actually my Indian name he's like oh okay I'm a dick (laughs) I'm like like, you didn't know it's cool but yeah he's nice and he very he redeemed himself yeah yeah (laughs) he did well I think it's so cool also to hear how um you were able to really launch and scale off of, you know, a quote unquote little amount of money. So we always hear so many stories within the entrepreneur and startup space of like, what can you do with just a couple thousand dollars? And, you know, like, it's amazing what we see women do with just with, with zero dollars, let alone, you know, you give them just a few dollars and we're able to turn it into so much bigger and so much more impactful and, and just the stories that go along with it is really, it really changes things so, so much than uh, a lot of our male counterparts uh, will do with their businesses. I just, I had an idea and didn't matter what I had or what I didn't have. I just was doing it. And that's kind of how I act now. So, yeah. And that is the women's entrepreneur story. Yeah. Working from nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I was walking, this is the first time I've been in my office in like a month. And um, luckily I know that nobody's around here. <laughs> so I was walking down the street or down the hall and I was like, I've been in far worse situations than this. 
and I've made it through. So do you feel that same kind of optimism? Do you feel that same kind of like, this is just a momentary glitch? Yeah, I, I, I think it is. Um, You know, to me, I've been through, you know, everybody's been through everything, but, um, you know, obviously I've been through stuff personally that, uh, I didn't see myself getting through and, you know, just having done that in the past, um, it just feels like a pretty big bump, you know, it, in a way, I hope that we don't get back to the normal that was in the past. You know, I hope it really, uh, transforms us. Um, and honestly, I think that, it's just pushing um, people to work in a different way to be a little bit more creative with the solutions that they come up with um, to, you know, make their business successful. And um, honestly, I just think, I just think it's going to be hopefully a good thing for us in the long run. You know, I really hope that um, everybody can pull through. Um, Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. It's it's one of those ugh, moments because I have them all the time where it's just like there's so many bright spots that we're seeing on how we're going to become a better society, how we're supporting each other and kind of while it's bringing us back to our roots, it's also like growing new opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's it's literally on the backs of tens of thousands, if not more people. Um, to get to this next stage of what the new normal is going to look like. Yeah. And it's just, it's one of those like working through it in therapy. <laughs> it's very accurate. Yep. <laughs> the guilt that I feel when I'm like, I'm optimistic. <laughs> I know. And, um, you know, I feel, I feel a lot of that. Um, you know, I, I do live with a partner who is considered essential. So he's still working, um, which is not great, but also is good because, you know, there's a steady paycheck. So, yeah, we do have food and a roof over our heads. And, um, you know, even getting that fund yesterday, um, replacing the zero income that I've gotten in the past few months, I felt guilty. Um, and he just had to kept keep telling me like, it's fine. Like you deserve this. You, you're putting in the work and we're in the, in a pandemic, you know, it's, it's just an unprecedented an unprecedented time. So um, just be, be thankful for it instead of guilty. So. Yeah. And you do deserve it. I, the, the things that frustrate me the most is when I hear about how these huge corporations with their bailouts and, scamming systems around um to get money where it's like i don't understand where you're showing profits in the millions every year why haven't you built something in place or i mean it doesn't have to be a pandemic pandemic just like a disaster strategy at all and maybe that's because we've all become too complicit that we don't have we don't plan for things and we we're told not to plan for things because then we have to face hard times but it you do deserve it and you know I think we all deserve any bright spots we can get (laughs) for sure um 
And I think one of the things that I definitely know is those big corporations are getting bailouts from on the backs of us small business owners um, when they're not even taxed equitably and they have assets that they could, you know, use to recoup uh, some losses instead of like us who like <laughs> you have an asset of your computer. You can't give that away because you need that, you know, like and it's depreciating every year, <laughs> every year. Yeah. So uh... I definitely find that interesting, but I'm loving how, there is a bit of optimism from those of us who have been in the trenches working so hard. Um, how, it, how does that, the, the, how is your, this grant you're getting? How is this gratefulness? How is everything that we're going through right now? How do you feel that that's going to impact your business going forward? Um. I think every every good thing and every opportunity that I'm given just um, reinforces the fact that I should be here and I should keep doing what I've been doing. Um, so essentially, it's just, you know, validating me. And, you know, I wish I didn't feel that I needed that, but that's just, you know, something that I come across a lot um, in my head. So, um it's just telling me like things are going to be okay. You keep doing what you're doing and you keep helping the folks that you can help. Um, because we need it. <laughs> Everybody needs all the help we can get. So, um, you know, if I can put in little pieces here and there, then that makes me happy. And that is fulfilling my mission. So, and it's, just, it's, it isn't essential for all of us to come through this, uh, you know, when we do everything that, you know, like I'm sitting here watching my husband's developing things for the hospitals to use while I'm over here talking to the small business owners, you know, and trying to help them through the day. And I just, am like, I feel like we can see what you're making and how it's making a difference. And I'm just sitting on zoom and he sometimes has to remind me like, Heather, if they didn't have you to talk to, who else would they have to be able to feel like they could keep moving forward? <laughs> so like everything that all of us are doing, no matter how small or inconsequential that it feels, it, it really, it go, it's all this like smiling at your neighbor or everything that we're doing. It's all this community aspect. I am interested in how being indigenous and your focus around uh, people of color, how does that inform you, your business um, just on the daily. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it kind of goes in and out. Um, I mean, it just, I just try to keep in mind, uh, what my purpose is and what, um, like my perspectives, I guess. So, part of it is intentional and then part of it is just innate and, um, happens. Uh, so most of what I'm doing is kind of like an exploration of, um, my culture and learning. Um, so it's not necessarily just, um, you know, doing the work for a specific company or something like that. So it's just, I don't know, it just kind of goes in and out and, um, 
I don't know. I just think it's important to um, keep voices of uh, POC up at the front. And, um, you know, I'm even white passing. So um, me doing small bits here and there um, can help, you know, even more. So I don't know. I just try to help my help my folks out with whatever voice I can muster at the time. And um, I don't know. Yeah. We hear a lot about, um, you know, how COVID's hitting different people of color POC communities. So like, especially African-American, Black and Latino communities. But we don't really hear a lot about how it's hitting um, our Indigenous populations or people who are, uh, I don't want to seem culturally inappropriate by saying this, so just tell me if I'm, by people living on the reservations or um, those different communities. Have have you, you know, as someone who um, lives and works with these communities, are you seeing it impacting um, your community any differently? Yeah, um, so I haven't a lot about my res specifically, but I know, um, I believe the Navajo Nation um, down in the southwest is, I think they have like a very large amount of cases right now. Um, so that's terrifying, um, you know, because it's not just because they are more easily affected by the disease or something like that. Um, you know, it's because they have the testing because they are their own nation. Um, and, um, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff with that. You know, not only are our elders uh, so important to us and such like a big part of our life, but, um, you know, losing those folks, that's, that's horrible. But then also there is racism continuing, um, to come in from surrounding communities. And then people assume like, oh, well, the res is teeming with disease. So I don't know. It's, it's just, it's horrible, honestly. (laughs) Um, um, some of what I've been doing is limiting the time I spend on social media just because I need to, um, just because one thing after another happens and then I'm, I'm losing my mind. Uh, so I'm trying to, you know, both stay current with everything, but then also limit my intake, uh, so I can keep my sanity as well, fortunately. So. Have you noticed you've taken on any new hobbies or projects yeah. to help fill those times? Yeah, um, I am trying to garden this year, which I've, I've tried in the past, but I have horribly failed. Um, so now I am trying to uh, grow some veggies for us and plan out a garden that hopefully won't blow away in the wind and drown in the rain and all of that fun stuff. Um, and yeah, I think I'm getting back into beading a little bit more now too. I took a break just cause I want to, um, always be in a good mindset when I'm doing that and, um, have good feelings, good energy. Um, and I'm actually finally getting back to that now. So that's also really nice because that is medicine in itself. So, yeah. I love that you're, you're infusing your jewelry with, with good intention. Mm-hmm. Always. So cool. I yeah. will be purchasing some earrings soon. 
Okay, okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just was on your on your Facebook and I'm like, oh God. There's so many <laughs> things I'm gonna spend money on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're so fun. I, I really do love making them. It's great. Do you foresee um kind of continuing with like going to the different um fairs or events as kind of the path continuing to go forward or are you exploring new opportunities for selling your product? Um, I think I just need to become more consistent with um, selling online. Um, I, th- I do think that the the market is there. It's just a matter of me, you know, working through my personal things so I can feel good about posting on online. Um, you know, when it comes to the markets and everything like that, I am really eager to get back, but I also don't know if this is going to end anytime soon. So I'm not banking on it. Um, so I, I have been trying to um, come up with different ideas just to, just to market myself and, um, you know, get my product to people. And I don't know, I think they want to hear from me more and I just need to <laughs> do the thing. <laughs> a little bit more consistently and yeah just show show them what I have to offer have they started anywhere like up in Eau Claire have they started anything like um like here in Madison and I know Milwaukee um kind of like market pickups so um like our farmers markets that we have here on Saturdays you can pre-order from your farmers and then just go pick up the produce and I know they were talking about doing that here for we we do these things called night markets a couple of times during the year where it is more it's not the food vendors it's like product vendors have you heard of anything like that happening up in your region um i haven't locally but i have seen it going around like in canada and um other indigenous folks kind of running those things so i do think that's a really good idea you know especially with specifically you know farmers markets uh season coming up and everything like that um I definitely think it'd be useful for sure. Just cause people, people do want it. Yeah. We've uh, one of my, my best friend is, has worked with a bunch of local vendors to do grocery or product drop-offs, um, which has been really interesting to see that, that happen. And then I just ordered some things for hand sanitizer. <laughs> from a boutique and they're like just come and pick it up it'll be right here and so I found that really interesting how we are maneuvering around um around these restrictions yeah yeah a lot of um a lot of businesses have you know made those um changes so they're doing a lot of curbside pickups um or local delivery just not um so much the artists yet but we should do it. There's no reason not to. So, so when we talk to you again in a month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the, had done the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. We're, we're just giving you ideas here. <laughs> I'm not going to hold you to it. <laughs> but it would be cool. And I'm here to help if you would like to talk about it. Yeah. And let us know what we can do to support you too. Because yeah. even though we're kind of you know, two and a half hours away, we can do what we can. Oh, I think that, you know, part of this has shown that even though uh, we're regionally spaced out, we're still all one economy. And yeah. when 
technology brings us literally fingertips away from each other. (laughs) We're doing this weird pointing our finger at the screen for those of you listening on audio. (laughs) Um, So let's, uh, it's, uh, where can people find you and your products? Where can they purchase? Where can they support you? Yeah. So, um, I do occasional uh, posts. Hopefully they'll become more consistent on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, that's where I post a lot of like my new earrings that I make. I make them and I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, they're awesome. That's where they go. Um, and beyond that, uh, it's available at uh, com. Um, that brings you to my portfolio and then there is a shop link in there and it'll bring you to my store. Um, lots of different options up there. And then I'm always available for custom projects too. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, so Gijig Design Co. is your Instagram. G-I-I-Z-H-I-G Design Co. Um, and I just clicked follow. I don't know why this hasn't happened sooner. (laughs) Um, And I will be requesting something special soon. I'm here for it. I love custom orders. Thank you so much for joining us and for sharing with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. I um, was terrified, but it's good. (laughs) It's fun. You did really well. Yeah, well, thank you. Of course. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Lady Business Podcast. Please make sure to go and like our pages on Facebook and Instagram at Lady Business Pod and head on over to our website, ladybusinesspod.com. And you can always subscribe to us and like us and oh, make sure to review our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Pandora, and you can always ask Alexa to play the Lady Business Pod on Apple Podcasts.